Nelson spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by the Gateway Section of the PGA. Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me, and Brad Barnes is here in the ESPN studios pushing and pulling dials and buttons over there. Pearly, good morning. What's happening? Just ready to go, Jay. Got all kinds of uh, special ideas for this show. All right, fantastic. Well, we formatted the show like Around the Golf. The first segment is called the On the Range segment, and that On the Range segment is brought to you by the Gateway PGA. I love this relationship with the PGA. Please help me congratulate the 300-plus men and women in our section that are helping to make our golf experiences better. Uh, Pearl, quick check on our social media. Everything's going just just the way we'd hoped. Okay. When we get really good at this, you'll just go, check. Check. Yep. We're, we're pretty good at it. Okay, yeah, we're check. We're pretty good at it. <laughs> uh, I want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing, 314 805 2132. These guys do a great job of beautifying your home on the inside. On the outside, they have professional painters and refinishers. Give them a call. You won't be disappointed. All right, John, we're slipping in a, a story time with Pearly. we call these uh, these shows when we don't have any interviews. We got no interviews, so we get to just kind of wander more than we normally do. We have all kinds of things we can always talk about. That's the beautiful thing about the world of golf. There's always lots of stuff to talk about. Yep. I, I'm, I, you didn't say interesting things to talk about. You just said things to talk I about. I don't want to overly commit. Do you think I should start the show with yes, our joke? I, uh, yes, I do. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have a... Uh, uh, um, I, I'm going to read you a joke that we hope you enjoy. Here it goes like this. Pearlie's working on his phone and jacking this up. <laughs> And I am here, here. It goes like this. It starts off wife's diary. Tonight, I, th- I thought my husband was acting weird. We had made plans to meet at a nice restaurant for dinner. Uh, I was shopping all day with my friend, so I thought he'd be a little mad at me. Uh, and I was a bit late. He made no comment. Our conversation wasn't flowing. Things weren't going great. I said we should go to a different place where we could talk a little bit. He agreed once we got there. He didn't have much to say. I asked if anything was wrong. He said nothing. Man, I the wife continues and says, "I we got back home, things continued to go kind of downhill. He just watched TV. I decided to go to I'm just going to go to bed." Um about 15 minutes after she got into bed, I mean after I got into bed, uh he fell asleep. I cried and I don't know what to do. She says, "I'm almost sure that his thoughts are with someone else. My life is a disaster." Now we have the all-important husband diary. It's very brief. I had a four-putt. Who in the hell four-putts? <laughs> it's amazing what we can do with our minds, isn't it? Well, we had Rick Ankiel on that exactly. long ago. We also had Martin Brodeur on a, a couple of weeks before that. And, um, yeah, it's, um, uh, it's kind of funny. So, so, Pearl, when you are... Uh, <laughs> how do I say it? When you're lost with your golf game, what do you do? 
Well, you know I could get lost many ways with my golf game. And part of the problem for me is the anxiety. Normally, I know the day before I'm lost. So there's sleepless nights. There's just horrific dreams. I've lost my clubs. I can't find my way to the golf course. That's where the biggest problem is. Once I'm there, I'm normally in pretty good shape. But it's that... Have it's you ever considered talking to anybody? <laughs> I've talked to everybody about it. it they're like, seem, dude, you're just weird. doesn't seem to be a solution. No. So what do I do? For me, I mean, seriously, one, I would just really work at slowing everything down. Of course, the way you walk and that kind of stuff. But for me, just the, the swing. And it's hard because my power outage issues <laughs> are the things that would get me most riled up about the game. So now I'm sitting there and i got a power outage. The ball's not going as, <laughs> as far as I want it to go. And now i got to tell myself, slow my swing down. Well, if I know that if I do that just even a little bit, I'll start hitting one or two, clicking it, and all of a sudden everything can kind of come back. But I've had a couple of epic times. I don't know if I ever told you this. I'm playing down in Florida in a mini-tour event. Sonny Skinner was one of the guys in the room oh, who's boy. still playing out there with the yeah, senior boys and that kind of stuff. Really yep. nice really nice guy. And you're talking about passionate. Jay, I just got to where I was hitting it so bad. It was one of those Florida courses where there are swamps on both sides and gators in between. And literally, couldn't didn't think I could hardly finish, and I was disrupting these guys because I was so blasted bad. But I I didn't want. I'm not a quitter. I didn't want to walk off the golf course, but I really didn't want to disrupt them. I really felt bad. It was one of my first pro tournaments. I I just told them I'm going to caddy. I caddied in. I grabbed my clubs. I didn't hit any more shots, and I literally just held the pin, kind of walked alongside them, talked, and that kind of stuff. So I don't know if that was the right thing to do, but it was one of those places where I was completely, completely lost uh, to doing that. And, you know, through the years, when you have a good coach, somebody you can call or a buddy, straighten you out a little bit, things can, ha- can help. But, you know, when you lose it, it's a, it's a pretty sinking feeling. Yeah, and I, I, so I brought that up because it would be really cool if we could give a couple of basics. And I think, Love it. I, think, Love it. I think the biggest thing for me, when it's going bad, and Rick Ankiel talked about the yips, and I, and I, and I, I hope the golfer uh, population enjoy hearing another athlete that deals with the yips, Um, the anxiety, the anxiety and what it does to you and how it runs, right? And it's related to adrenaline and all of that. And so you start anticipating this bad reaction Mm -hmm. before it happens. And so that's this mental that's connected remotely to the physical. But I had a guy tell me one time, I said, you know, I, I, I know I need to relax. What is something that I can, what physically, I want something physically while I'm out playing golf in the PGA Tour to help me relax. And there were a couple things. I started wearing friendship bracelets that my daughters made for me back in, oh man. I always wondered why you wore those things because I was like, Everybody really? Everybody gave me grief about it. Curtis Strange railed all over me. I'm like, dude, I'll take you out if you give me any trouble about my daughters. Anyway. Um, because every time I looked at them, they were all bright. Remember how oh, brightly yeah. colored they oh, were? Yeah, and, I remember. Yeah. yeah, we all saw those. Yeah, those are good looking. Um, shoot, I wish I had one on right now. Sure anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, it would it would make me smile every single time, and I'd be like, it, it just and it was you know what, Pearl, it changed my state of mind, and so that was something. Um, one other thing though that I thought was really interesting because what happens to me the most is I start getting tense, right? And it'll start up in my shoulders and my shoulders will kind of ride up a little bit instead of falling and being more relaxed. My arms don't hang as well. And when you grab the club, just white knuckling the thing. So 
I read in a book, gosh, years ago, and I still do this. I'll take a golf ball and I'll squeeze it as hard as I can for like three seconds, four seconds, and then let go. And that feeling of letting go, John, is like you're rubberous all of a sudden. Well, I've heard that, and not, not squeezing the ball per se, but just kind of tensing your whole body for a second or two and then and then releasing it. I remember the other thing. I remember, I think it was Eddie Marins talking about just play catch, toss the ball around a little bit. And it was kind of funny. It was a week or two ago. It may have been during the U.S. Open. But I think... Um, uh, John Rump? This is like talking to my father. I, know. I can't remember the name now. Uh, Louis Eustazen? No, Bryson. Oh, Bryson's play kind of playing toss by himself on the first tee. I I think to stay calm. Well, he drops the ball, and everybody's giving him a hard time. And I'm thinking, I think I know why he's playing toss, just to kind of stay relaxed and, and yep. try to get him in, himself into that position. So, yeah, you want those things. A couple of interviews ago that you had with Martin Brodeur, when you said, you know, you go to a driving range and the clubs feel a certain way, and then you get out there and they don't feel the same. He kind of chuckled and he's like. Absolutely, it happens to everybody. So I'm sure his, believe it or not, his goalie stick probably sometimes felt like, okay, why, why do I have a broom in my hand today? And his immediate reaction was, though, that's what that's what fighting through it's all about. So I think part of it is if we anticipate that's going to happen, so don't be surprised by it, is another kind of mental trick to say, okay, this is happening. I know why this is happening. Maybe I'll toss the ball. Maybe I'll tense my body. Maybe I'll squeeze a golf ball, whatever the case is. But don't be, because I would find myself with this years ago, I was shocked by it. Now it's like I don't like it, but I'm not shocked by it, and I have a little bit of you know maybe breathing exercise to do or something. Breathing like that. is the other. Th- breathing is the last thing because pro, you see every athlete taking deep breaths on the free throw line at home plate. The quarterbacks, everything, everybody. Well, what was it? What did Phil win? PGA? Uh, yes. And a if you watch one thing, if you paid any attention to that tournament. How much time he spent on breathing, his pace, walking, and that kind of stuff, because he knows that's what's got him these days, and, and and it's an absolutely huge part of the game. And I think the other thing is to realize these guys that are great players and successful, they get nervous too, and they're wildly butterflies and, and, and shaky hands and everything else, but they've got that attitude of, this is part of the game that i got to play through until I can get to my comfort area. John. Our folks won't believe if they can if they can accept some of this stuff and yep. deal with it mentally. They're not going to believe the quality shots they can hit with those things happening. I can't tell you how many times I've made putts feeling like my hands were shaking on the putter. You know, and it got to a point where I'm like I almost welcomed that feeling because I knew it was significant. Yeah. Like I can remember the the first tournament that I won down in Arkansas. It was like. Bring it on. Yeah. This is going to happen today. I've got a chance. I led that tournament from start to finish and then wound up winning in a playoff. And I was like, I'm ready. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's, so much of that ex- is acceptance. But um, uh, that's going to do it for the on the range segment. But um, we'll be right back with the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend Jay Delsing. Did you know that the Gateway section of the PGA is comprised of over 335 members and over 200 facilities? I didn't either. Every time you drive up to your local country club, public facility, or driving range, there's an excellent chance that it is run and operated by one of the many members of our section. Since the time I was first introduced to the game, a PGA of America professional was there giving lessons, running the golf shop, and growing the game. The many men and women of the Gateway PGA section spend countless hours behind the scenes 
doing hundreds of little things to make our golf experience enjoyable. PGA Reach, Drive, Chip, and Putt, PGA Junior League, Rankin Jordan Golf Program. Those are just a couple of the many programs run and supported by our section. To learn more or to find out how you can get involved, go to gatewaypga.org, the Gateway PGA, growing the game we love. Are you looking for a great career? Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In Kansas City, contact Nick Turner at Consumer Service Company. The phone number is 913-541-0438. Marcona Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I am delighted to welcome Marie Davila to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm sure you know where it is, but in case you don't, Marie Davila is a landmark out in West St. Louis County. It's located on the corner of Clayton and Weidman Roads. It's also on 21 beautiful rolling acres right on the way out to Queenie Park. It's a country club-like atmosphere. It's iconic, and it's absolutely gorgeous. When my dad died and my mom decided she didn't want to live alone, Marie Davila was the first place we called. When we pulled up, we were greeted at the front door by the owner, and he took us around on a tour of the facility. We learned that there are one, two, and three-bedroom villas that you can live in, and there's also 24-hour care in the East, West, and the Waterford buildings. So Marie Davila had everything that my mom wanted. One of the things that stood out in my mind as well was the way the family-owned business treats their guests. That's right. They refer to them as guests, but they treat them like family. So if you're in the process of trying to make a tough decision for this next part of life, you got to visit Marie de Villa. This is local. This is family. And this is St. Louis. This is Marie de Villa. Come be our guest. When things come out of left field... Having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Hi, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. That's right. SSM Health Physical Therapy has TPI, Titleist Performance Institute, trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screen on you, as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. It is awesome. Proper posture and alignment can help you keep it right down the middle. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call them at 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. 
And welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm here with Pearly. Brad Barnes is taking care of us, and we're headed to the front nine. Brought to you by, man, my boys at Ascension, the Ascension Charity Classic, our team over there. Uh, Nick Ragone and Steve Spratt uh, have led the charge um, September 6th through 12th. We're going to have the best field in the Champions Tour all year at Norwood Hills. It's just, it's got to come check it out. There's still a few pro uh, am opportunities. There's not a whole lot um, of corporate things left. Uh, we've just had great corporate support. And so, uh, but I do think there's some uh, pro am event uh, opportunities left. But can't wait for this this thing. It's going to be great. It is going to be great. Hey, give us a little updates on uh, some of your protégés, a couple of the guys, young guys that you're working with these days, Jay. What's what's happening? We're kind of moving into midsummer season. I think a couple of them are high school, going to college, playing college, whatever the status. So give us an update on two or three of them and, and where they're at. And okay. then let's, let's banter back and forth about what they need to do next to get to that next level. Okay, we'll start with, uh, I've got two 17-year-olds. Uh, Jay Schaff goes to uh, Marquette, and Blake Scornia goes to DeSmet. Um, uh, Blake is a little further along in his development than Jay, but both of these guys are, first of all, super young guys, right? They love the game of golf. They're very respectful, and they work really, really hard. Um, uh, they're I think Jay Schaff is about six foot three and weighs 140 pounds. Wow, he is just a really tall, skinny young guy that's working hard on, on, uh, on his on his uh, game all the time. But he's also working hard on getting stronger, and he's at the golf course every single day. Along, Blake is uh, probably about what do you think, bro? You've you've seen Blake six foot one. Maybe six. I got distracted by two. him hitting at eighty yards past me, so I can't really give you much He's a description. Beast. Oh my gosh! I got to tell you what. So um, both of these guys I've described as late bloomers when it, in yep. terms of the college game. Right? Jay is a little further behind Blake in in this maturation process, but um, it doesn't matter, right? This, like, like I tell both of them, this is not a sprint. This is a marathon. So everybody keep going. Blake hits the ball. 340 off every it's team. unbelievable. Just pisses me off. It's unbelievable. Just, just drops package on me every time it goes. He pulls his driver out. He's um, He's got, when we first started working together, he wasn't he wasn't very good out of bunkers at all. You right now. Him, I'm going to say it because you're not going to say it. You've brought him a long way. I know he's worked hard at it. I understand he's a talented guy. I understand he comes from a pretty strong lineage, lineage of, uh, of athletic uh, folks. But you brought that young man a long way, and to his credit, I think he's listened to you and uh, and worked at it. Well, he's you know he gets all the credit. I've just got a little information. He does have. I love his mom and dad, Andra and Kent, and they're great peeps. It's the same, uh, and and he's put all the work in. Jay Schaff, uh, his his dad Jay and um, uh, stepmom. Oh, I'm drawing a blank now. Oh gosh, I'll get back to her. She's a, she's you a delight. Call her after the phone. Yeah, after the, after exactly. The <laughs> Oh my gosh, a senior moment. But anyway, um, same same with with uh, with him. His his dad played tennis mm. uh, uh, at uh, for Army, I think, or at the uh, uh, um, yeah, I think he did, and was just uh, he's he's just a stud and a great guy. And and Jay has lowered strokes off of his. He's lopping strokes off of his golf game and generally shooting in the in the the. the 
uh, mid-70s now with some low-70s, and then every once in a while popping under par, and it's just great. Uh, uh, if we go one step higher, Joey Parati is a senior from down at SLU. He's going to Old Miss next year and going to try to walk on the golf team. This guy is a hockey player. I like that right off the bat. Exactly. And a a beautiful swinging golfer that really doesn't know how good he is yet. And we're working on that all the time. Just trying to, I I said, Joe, look at what you just did. I mean, just stay right here. Don't take one more step. You just did that. I didn't do that. And then you're going to go up there and we're going to do it again. And he is, he is, he is, um, I'm going to say Joe's even kind of newish to the game and to uh, the the elite right. uh, uh, level of the game, Pearl. This is a kid that's made six hole in ones, really, and he's really? a senior, and and uh, he's he's got a ton of ability. And so we're working through a lot of mental things with him to understand you don't need to be thinking about this, bud. Just trust your eyes and swing, and 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 you're it's 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 pretty good. And um, and so he's going to try out for the um, Ole Miss golf team uh, here in August, September-ish. And then we, the oldest guy, he's a real old guy. He's a 21-year-old Crimson Callahan. And this guy, first of all, I love all these guys. Crimson was my first uh, student, and he and I just have a great rapport. He is a terrific, terrific guy. He's a, uh, gosh, how tall is Crimson? 5'8"? Yep. Not not, not he, a big guy, but man, has he got power? I I tell the story all the time. We're on the 18th tee on the East Course at Norwood, and I tell him to aim at the clubhouse and hit a little draw. He's a left-handed. He hit the clubhouse. I was and with I, you. I was with you. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. It's 340 yards away, and I go, did that ball just hit the chimney? I told you to aim at. He goes, I think it did. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Anyway, so I go, don't aim the next one there. Um, but he is um. Uh, got a summer schedule. He had a really weird, freakish thing happen to him his sophomore year in college where his golf coach oh, was yeah. riding a bicycle yeah. and was hit and killed. Yeah. And uh, things just complete down at Western Kentucky just got completely jacked up with the team and and really upset him because he was really close with his That's coach. Tough. That's tough. But he is, a, he is a hard worker. Crimson twitches faster, turns faster, spins harder than anyone I've ever seen. And, you know, that I've had to play. Pearl, I'll tell you this. I caddied for him in a a U.S. Open qualifying at Fox Run. So it took me 15 minutes for my eyes to catch up to the ball on the practice tee. I I couldn't follow him. Mm. When he got to the driver, the ball, because you know what it's like. It's like an explosion. So, um, but you know what, Pearl? All of my guys are focused on real, real set of fundamental things. And it's the short game. And it's the, the we start from the green and go backwards, and and it's not fancy and it's not sexy, but it works. And I'm trying to teach all these guys: don't worry about hitting that really high cutting three wood over the water onto that par five. Let's onto that par five and two. Let's just do the basic stuff. Get your ball out there and play. I know fairways aren't nearly as important as they used to be, but you can't be behind trees every hole. Get the ball in the fairway, get it someplace where you have a shot, get the ball on the green, and get 18 putts at it, and let's see you go low. And they're, they're, these guys, they're, I, I have this feeling that all these guys are getting ready to just just 
to, to break through some barriers that they're so what all What do you notice in common between them? I know they're a little bit different age, a little bit different spa- spaces, but do you see one thing that's kind of common other than getting them at that age to just accept that we need to get great at the basics? Is there just is there another piece or is it just that patience piece to be able to, to, be able to get great at the basics? Because the bottom line is we can talk about Tiger, we can talk about in basketball Larry Bird, Magic Sean. The best players have the best basics. They, they 100%. Just, uh, all this stuff about Tiger, how far he hits it. The fact is, Tiger putted and chipped better than anybody, maybe ever. Uh, right. And so, had he not putted and chipped better than anybody ever, we would have heard of Tiger, but he wouldn't be Tiger. That's he, right. would, he would be Eldred. Right. I, I would say that, that, that all four of these guys work really hard. And, and that's, that, that's, that's a huge deal for me. You know, the... Um, um, I think what they're doing, what I'm seeing now, they're they're all trying to balance life and golf. You mm-hmm. know, there, there's a lot on their plates, mm-hmm. way more. I don't know how you grew up in high school, uh, but I was, you know, a nerd, and I, all I'd like to do is sports and get sure. a good grades. I didn't date. I would yeah. go out with some friends every once in a while, but there was I I, I just went to bed each night wanting to get up and. Well, Head you, to the golf course again. And when you say these guys are respectful, uh, what are you talking about? Respectful to the game? What? What? What do you? Because I that I'm plugging into that. I think that's a big piece of this. I, I they're not as respectful to the game as as uh, they will want will be. But for their age and for their 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 the amount of time they've spent on this journey, Pearl, and that's an acquired taste, right, John? You you remember how we were at UCLA and some of the you know. I did a lot of, I'll just say right now, I did a lot of things that were not respectful to the game that I look back at now and go, yeah. let's, let's not bring those up, yeah. you know? But I did all that, and I, I see them do some of the things like that, and it's just, it's just out of immaturity, it's just out of frustration, and they don't understand where to look. It's, it's, first of all, it's internal, it's right in the mirror, and it's, right, it's the easiest stuff you can control. They want to go to the harder stuff. You know, sure. I need to change my swing. Nope, we don't need to change your right. swing. That's not what we need to do. Here's what we need to do. We need to make most of your putts inside of five feet. That's what we need to start with. And then we need to figure out how we're going to chip and pitch the ball inside that five-foot circle. It's a business plan, bro. Yeah. It's a business plan. You know it. We put it together for me. It's a business plan. And just trying, we know that if you make 90% of your putts inside of four feet, we got to get inside there as fast as we can. Right. It's that simple. And so, and they, they still take unnecessary risks. They don't, but, but they're so powerful, John. I do this. Well, I did the same thing. Yeah. I did the same yeah, thing. Well, you had a lot of power too. And these guys certainly are. How is it them accepting the mental, the mental side from you? It's up and down. It's up and down, and they um, they, uh, can't, they, is, can't, they can't see that. They right. can't. It's tough to get your arms around that uh, more so. But I know I got to play with Crimson a little bit, uh, Blake a little bit, and both just again, like you said, wonderful guys. But having that sense of what are we after here? Well, right. and then so John, what we do is we play holes out loud. I I want you to talk. To me. They're like, what I I want audio coming out of your mouth about what is going on in your head and everything <laughs> you know and and you know it's because you got to be real you know and we talk about self talk and I gave I gave Blake the other day my Rotella uh PGA Tour player handbook nice. it's really cool yeah and so uh and um Crimson has gone and seen Rotella 
You know, is he? Yeah, he already did. Oh, did yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah, and, and and it's really helped. But you know, getting back on track. I mean, that's one of the things yeah. that we've refreshed. It's, this is not. You know anything? Anything we got to recreate? We got to get back on that simple track, right. keeping it simple. Pearl, that's going to wrap up the front nine. We'll be right back. This is Golf with Jay Delson. We got the back nine coming. If you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. One eight six six three four one nine two five five is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. Professional golf returns to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic, presented by Emerson. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club, September 6th through the 12th. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, and pro-am foursomes are on sale now. All proceeds go to North St. Louis County Charities. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com or call 314-938-2828. PGA Tour Golf is back in the loo. The Ascension Charity Classic. I am with my buddy Joe Sheezer from USA Mortgage. Hi, Jay. How are you? Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show. Ah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations. This is uh, your third year, and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years since the very beginning. It's a great show, and we look forward to it every Sunday morning. Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people. Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company, so over a 1,000 families here in St. Louis work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a, a local company, please call USA Mortgage 314-628-2015 and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available and give you an opportunity to support a local company. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Jay. Thank you. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. I am with Jesse Bards today from Southern Illinois. Jesse, thanks so much for joining me today. You're quite welcome. It's my pleasure. You know, you're a longtime pro at Cocopelli, but you have a long lineage of, of offici- officiating excuse me, at some really high-end events. Tell the folks about that, please. Well, I, uh, I was at Jackson Country Club before I went to Cocopelli, which is in Murfreesboro, Illinois. And uh, I was uh, asked to be on the uh, National PGA of America Rules of Golf Committee. And that was actually a result of having done a lot of volunteer stuff with the Metropolitan Amateur. Uh, Tom O'Toole and, and Stan Grossman were, uh, were kind of uh, mentors. And, uh, and it all came about because of uh, the 92 PGA Championship at Bell Reeve. I was an observer for Rules Official and got very interested. So that culminated in me being on, the, uh, on our National Rules Committee in '97. And uh, it's it's just been amazing that a that a that a young boy that caddied at the old Creek Court Golf Course when I was eighteen ends up getting to uh, uh, officiate at twenty PGA Championships and a couple Masters and uh, 
TPGA Senior Championships, TPGA uh, KPMG Women's Championships, and two Ryder Cups. And then I also got to go over to uh, London and, and at uh, Wentworth and do the uh, uh, BMW PGA Championship. So it's just been uh, really been a blessing and, and really something I I never had envisioned early on in my career, but uh, it's it's just been fantastic. Oh my gosh, Jesse! It's such a uh, it's so such a neat seat to have for a lover of the game, and then to to know the rules, which are really really hard to know, is really impressive. Well, well, thank you. And it, it, it's it's like I said, it's just it, it's been fun, and it's been uh, incredible what places that I've got to got to be. Well, folks, that's Jesse Barge. He's over in Southern Illinois at uh, Coco Pelli, but he has been a vital part of some major, major golf championships in the last, oh my gosh, almost 20 years. Jesse, thanks so much for jumping on with us today and keep up the great work. Well, thank you so much, Jay. Take care. I want to tell you about Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. My friend Colin Burt runs the store over there, and he helped me buy a used Volkswagen for my daughter, Joe when she turned 16. We've had the car for over a year. It's running great. It's nice and safe. And we've taken it there to get it serviced just recently. Pearlie, that does the show with me, just bought a nice Toyota truck from Collins. So I want you to know that if there's any sort of vehicle you need, anything at all, you can get it at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. You can call them at 314 314- 966-0303 or visit them at DeanTeamVWKirkwood.com We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearly is with me and we are headed to the Back Nine, which is brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. If you have any sort of insurance needs, anything, Call Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101, and he will help you out. All right, Pearl. Um, we kind of got a free-for-all show uh, yeah, today. Yeah, but I, I think I have an important question for you, especially this time of year. And you and I can both relate to this. People we've run in through the years, um, member guests, um, pro-ams, that kind of stuff. What can we talk about, Jay, to help folks out there that just want to get better at getting the ball around the golf course. They want to be out there. They like the game generally, but it's hard. They, they can't keep it in play. They feel a little bit embarrassed. They're kind of out of sorts that way. Um, I've got a guy right now that I'm working with, and he, he's just kind of starting to retire. And he wants to, so bad to play the game, but he's terrible. He's just absolutely shooting a million. And it's like a million? A hundred-something. And yeah, he, he's he's he, and his buddies are all shooting, eighties, mid eighties, maybe ninety, something like that. And he just can't keep it in play, so it's it's tough. So, I, I stepped in a little bit, and we just talked about what you're talking about with the young guns you're working with. Let's get to some <clears throat> basics. Let's find a way that from fifty yards and in, you can pop that thing somewhere on the green, pretty much each time. Let's find something off the tee that we can keep it in place. So after we swing, we can find the dang thing and swing again. He's been doing this, and to his credit, he's worked at the couple things that we've talked about. It's completely changing his demeanor. Now, he'll still have some horrific holes. I played nine holes with him last night. He pars three of the first four holes, makes two 15-footers or something. He's elated. Then he goes into two holes where can't find the golf ball hardly again. But 
That used to be the rest of the round. Next holy pars, next holy pars, and then he makes a bogey or something coming in. So, so how do we help folks kind of get to that point where they can play with the same golf ball, yeah, more or less, and when they lose it on the course, get back instead of going, oh my gosh, I got three more hours of this. This is embarrassing. So, well, Jim, what would you say? To so, like I that? see, I see two sorts of players. Like the guy that that can't hit it off the tee is really tough. Because they can't he can't keep it somewhere in between in the play, bumpers. In play, right, right, somewhere in play. Not talking fairway. Just you, you're losing a ball every hole. That right. is really tough. That's where, to me, you've got to go with serious, fundamental, simple, sound. So what are those? So we're talking about one or two things that that would be real simple. We get on the driving range. We talk. This is sound odd. You talk about how high you're teeing the ball up. Let's just say we're going to stick with the driver. We want more loft on the driver. Just trust me on that. You want you want more than ten degrees loft on that driver. It will not cost you distance. And we need to work on a couple things: ball position, in your balance. And a little bit in your setup, because those are the reasons why this thing is going haywire. So I want to just point something out. It might be obvious to everybody. You didn't say anything about the swing. No, 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 and no. I'm, no, and no, I'm no, glad no. you didn't say nope. anything about the swing, because nope. I don't think that's it where we not. want to go. Nope, right. it is not. John, there's too many individual components to this thing, right? It's too much like a fingerprint. Everybody's got their own expression there. And that's what I kind of think is cool. Yeah, absolutely. But but John, if you if you get most men to keep their balance and get their ball position in the right place, you've got sixty percent of that thing right flipped. It's and it, it'll flip for them. It'll turn. It'll. But but Pearl, that you know how they they are. That we are. We want to swing. Thirty percent harder. Oh, that's than why we you can said. Keep... That's why you said men because of that. Right. Okay, right. We're going to try to do something. Okay. So let's talk around the green. So one thing you and I talk about. We even talked about this when you were struggling with pitching and stuff uh, out on tour. Is let's get that setup going right. Let's get that kind of that the proverbial triangle with the shaft in the right place and just rock the triangle. Triangle being hands to shoulder to shoulder, creating that triangle, and just learn to have the proper attack at the golf ball. So some kind of an angle where you hit the ball, then the ground. By the way, a lot of people don't know that. Right. I hear people. I want to get under the ball. No, you don't really want to get under the ball. I mean, there's certain shots, but not. But we're not going there with you on that, right? So we want to get that proverbial triangle. We just want to rock that triangle back to the right. Uh, get to the left, get to the left side a little bit, and finish it. Guys, you start popping that ball up every single time to where it can pop up and go onto the green, it's a game changer. So Jay just talked to you a little bit about how to get it off the tee where he can find it. Now we get somewhere around the green where we can pop it on the green. Because you see the same thing I do, Jay. It's a skull, then it's a chunk, then it's a skull, then it's a chunk. Well, you just took four shots, and you're not on the green yet. No, nope. This is getting to be a tragedy. Then by what happens? Then you get to the next tee. You're so wound up and frustrated, you're not going to hit that worth a damn either. Oh, no. Then there's so, the anxiety that we right. talked about. It all feeds on itself. John, the, the other Wait thing Wait a second. Is- Meets, big Sizzle's getting nervous over there. Just we're talking about his game over there. I've never Normally, seen, he's, he's pretty he's pretty calm, but all of a sudden I've never this conversation score about a hundred. I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm in. I'm in. Oh my gosh! I've never seen you sweat in the studio before, bro. No, you know, John. That's where the the other side of the coin is for me. You get the guy that struggles off the tee, then you get the guy that struggles around the green. You know, and there's it's so the the short game. 
I tell everybody, you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. You're trying to do too much. You're not letting the club do anything. You're killing. You're you're taking away all of the the, your resources. Right. I mean, you need to get the club head swung out of there, and then you need to get the club head returned down there, and move your body a tiny bit, and that's what a pitching motion looks like. Well, like what you said earlier, even when you're working with your young guns, these guys are playing college golf or or aspire to play college golf. You said you worked from basically the whole back. Right. So I'm going to throw something at you, at least that I've seen. You tell me if you agree or not. I'm going to work with that guy that can't get it off the tee, can't get it around the course. I'm going to work with him the same way from the whole back. Because once he can get that 50-yarder popped up in the air to go on the green, there's a sense for some reason, either one, maybe I can trust this guy that's helping me a little bit, so I'll listen to him off the tee and get drop my ego in my pocket for a couple shots. But that that gives them a sense of, I've accomplished something. Now I'll, I'll do whatever I need to do to find it after I swing it from the tee. 100%, John. There, that's the, the, first of all, regardless of what your skill set is, regardless of what you're shooting, if your goal is to play better golf, this is the way to do it. Yeah. There's no, there's, there's no doubt about it. I've tried everything. I can tell you what works and what doesn't work. And I'm not saying I was great at all these components. But I can tell you, I ran my head into the wall enough to know that the only way down or through this thing was this way. And we go back to, again, what are the best players in the world doing? I'll tell you something. I, I may have said it on the show before. One of my favorite uh, Ernie Els quotes and when he was like one of the top players, if not the top player in the world, somebody asked him, well, you know, what do you need to work in with your game? Alignment. Now, here's the best player at the time in the world, and he said, if my alignment is on, I'm comfortable with my alignment, I know I will compete that week. I can't guarantee I'm going to win, but I'll be competitive. If my alignment is feeling askew, I'm lost with my alignment, I might as well pack it up. Now, I might fight something through, but I'm going to finish back in the day, you know, 20th, 30th, was bad for him. Right. So it's that kind of stuff. So we're saying to you, like Jay did on the range, ball position, alignment, basics. The best players in the world struggle with the exact same thing. And when they're on the range and they've got the stick and they've got the video out and everything else, that's what they're working on. Very seldom are they working on, did it come back to parallel? Did I rotate my forearm? They're not thinking about that because if our alignment's correct, our setup's correct, the bases are correct, most of that other stuff's going to be good enough. No, 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 no question about that. I, I'm, I'm telling you that the answer is in simplicity. The answer is in simplicity, and the answer will lie in your ability to get around the hole and start making three-footers regularly, and then move out to four-footers, and then start hitting a couple of chips here and there, and then start working on a bunker game here and there. And 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 you're, you're playing the game, so you obviously enjoy being outside. You enjoy some components of it, the camaraderie, playing with your wife, your your girlfriend, whatever, but that is that's that's absolutely where it's at. And then, the more you can relax, the more you can relax, take deep breaths, use any of those components that we offered as suggestions to try to help you um, feel better. That the, the, it's just going to make the process go by even quicker. Right. And so, good stuff there. And. Uh where are we, uh, Big Sizzle? We got more time here. Or we got to move on to the next no, quarter. I think we got to wrap this up, Pearl. That's going to uh, wrap up the back nine. So don't go anywhere. Pearly and I will be having one with you on the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Bill DeWitt III, president of the St. Louis Cardinals, and you're talking to Jay Delsing. And wait, oh, sorry, what's the name of the show? <laughs> Golf with Jay Delsing. Oh, yeah, let me start it. <laughs> are you looking for a great career? 
Do you like meeting nice people, working with your hands, and fixing things inside the home? Marcon Appliance Parts Company would like to encourage you to consider a high-paying career in major appliances repair and service. Major appliance service technicians are in very high demand. Major appliance techs work regular hours and make excellent money. They work local, in their own communities, and are home every night. It is an incredibly stable industry and highly rewarding work. Discover more about your new career in major appliance services today by contacting a local appliance service company in your hometown. In St. Louis or St. Charles County, contact Brian Propes at AAA Home Services. The phone number is 636-299-3871. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I know you've heard me talk about Whitmore Country Club. I want to thank them for supporting the show again for the third year and tell you things are going great for them. There's 90 holes of golf when you join at the Whit- at Whitmore Country Club. The membership provides you access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. Cart fees are included. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. 24-hour fitness center is fantastic. There's two large pool complexes uh, and three tennis courts. Stop in the golf shop. you got to see my buddy, Bummer. He is an absolute great guy that would love to help you with your game and love to show you around um, the uh, facility. He and his staff uh, run golf leagues, skins games, members tournaments, couples events. There's live music. There's uh, uh, great dining opportunities out there, outside, inside. Anything you and your family need golf-wise, fun-wise, visit WhitmoreGolf.com or call them at 636 636- 926-9622. Don't miss the hottest rookie class in PGA Tour Champions history. Stars like Phil Mickelson, Ernie Els, Jim Furyk, and more compete at Norwood Hills Country Club September 6th through the 12th. Join legends Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, and Hale Irwin to celebrate the PGA Tour Champions' newest event. Professional golf returning to St. Louis in 2021. The Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson. Tickets, clubhouse passes, hospitality suites, pro-am foursomes on sale now. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. Hey, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Do you want to have a more consistent golf swing? Hell, I know I sure do. SSM Health Physical Therapy's golf program has Titleist Performance Institute certified physical therapists trained to assess your movement patterns, your mobility, and your stability to help make your golf swing more efficient and repeatable. They can help your golf game. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area, 800-518-1626, or visit them on the web at ssmphysicaltherapy.com. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves St. Louis area families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Pearlie and I are sitting here, and we are headed right into the Michelob Ultra 19th hole. Uh, yeah, thanks to our... But he's at uh, the uh, at Michelob Ultra for um, supporting the show. 
All right, so uh, we got to spend this last 19th hole segment about the British Open. So why do we like it so much? What enamors us? You know, we turn it on a lot, and it's brown, and it's windy, and there's no trees, and so, it's raining, and it's cloudy, I gotta and we've got a bunch of accents we barely can understand. What is it that we like so much about it? Well, first of all, I know why I like it, but i got to tell you a story. So the first time I went over there... Uh, met um, uh, my, uh, my David Faraday hooked me up with my caddy Irish John, you know, and I told you I said how am I going to find him? He goes he'll find you, and I he goes but he has summer teeth, and I said Faraday I've never been over there before I don't know what I don't know who he is we didn't have cell phones you know and he and I said summer teeth and he goes yeah some are over here and some are over there but, but none of them are in a row and I was like oh dear god I need somebody else to help me find a caddy but um what he said was uh, he told me this funny story that the Americans come over to all these British courses and they you know it's wind is pushing the flagstick on its side, and it's raining like hell. And the Americans go up and drop their four hundred bucks down, and off they go. And uh, and uh, the, the the question is: Is the course full? And they're nope, nothing but Americans out here today. And they're like, why not? Because we're all in the pub. Nobody over here plays golf <laughs> exactly. when the weather's this bad. Exactly. So we've embraced this idea that it's got to be a torture. But the golf courses, John. Allow you to play in those conditions. Yes, and I'll say correct, and I'll and explain that because the ground, the ball rolls. It is firm. It is crooked, but it rolls. You can't. That's not the American game. You can't take that and play anywhere over here. But when you say you know the weather and stuff like that, we've also heard the famous stories of Bobby Jones going over there and not accepting the conditions early on in, in his game. Yeah. So we've kind of gone through that too. So I could just say as individually. I'm not going to go and not accept it because I've already heard the, the big boys kind of went through that and got their, their butts kicked a little bit and then yeah. learned to accept it and say, hey, this is actually kind of good stuff. The king is the one, I think, that was the, one of the first ones over there to just say, hey, it's cool, have fun, and make it happen. Don't worry about it, yeah. You know, John, it's interesting because those trailblazers set it all up. Exactly. Right? I mean— they if could have gone over and said, go track it, and it'd be over. If AP says, I don't ever want to go over there, you know, even though this is the home of golf, you know, we might have the Players' Championship might be the fourth major. Well, either that, that or they would have put sprinkler systems in. One of the two yeah, things that's would have right. More likely. <laughs> right, right. Everything would have been green. But what I loved about it was the variety. There were so many operators. You could play so many different types of shots. But there. you're a creative guy and I think you're kind of accepting of that. It's hard when you sit there and say, Okay, I know I gotta land this thirty yards in front of the green and let it bounce up. Well sometimes, well if I land it just on the right edge with that hump over there, it's gonna kick it left to the middle of the green. Well sometimes it doesn't kick it left to the middle of the green. It kicks it left of the left green or it kicks it, it somehow it goes straight on the bush and it curves in the bush or anything. Yeah. Well, wait a second. Yeah. Well that's that doesn't seem fair. No. So part of it is it's it's a very different mindset, isn't it, to go play over there. It is. But John, generally speaking, you know golf's this is a stupid statement, but I'm going to make it anyway because because it's your show. It's my show, and you're used to hearing me. Um, generally speaking, the way that they've got it set up, the ball will work the way you want it to. Yes, now, generally. it'll take 17 bounces, you know, and 13 left and four to the right, and it just depends on you know the speed. But and when you're like not that. used to playing. All year long, you don't play virtually no, anything where you like land it 30 yards in front of the green and expect it to bounce up there. No. You never hit that shot. Now you're in the British Open, yeah. and you go like, well, it's really the only the shot 
that you can hit here. Uh, because, well, let's talk about it for a second. For those who haven't played over there, if you don't play that shot and you say, I'm going to fly it more to the pin, and the greens could be semi-receptive. But if you miss the green, it's not receptive. It's a concrete. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. So I went You're over forty played, yards over then, uh, or at least, in a, or in a in a bunker that you cannot play at the hole right. too. The, the 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 bunkers and the hazards over there are just they can absolutely destroy you. Um, so this is this is a perfect example. I I uh, Faraday gets me an exemption into the Scottish Open. Which is just fantastic. <laughs> so I'm, when we're playing at Carnoustie, which is the hardest course awesome. ever played, just awesome. And I'm playing the practice round in Pearl. It stays light till 3.30 in the morning over there in the summer. And it's just great. So I've, I've played 36 holes, I think, almost every day just to try to get as many reps. Because sure. I wound up qualifying. You played well. I did. And yeah. I wound up qualifying. I had to qualify for the British, and I qualified to play St. Andrews. So it was a cool trip. Um, you know, not to mention that I spent, you know, probably this is this was the economics of the Jay Delsing uh, uh, <laughs> PGA Tour career. Uh, I went over there and probably ma- I made both cuts and probably made about oh fourteen thousand and spent about eighteen. You know, that's kind of the way it went. Figure but, that out. Yeah, Me, figure that, that out. How long does that last? How long does that last? Let's go to the next subject. Anyway, so I'm playing out. I think it was number four at Carnoustie, and I'm like, this is so cool. I'm out eighty yards from the green, and the flag stick is right in the front portion of the green, and I took out my sixty degree wedge, an eight iron, a four iron, and a putter. To see which would be better from that spot, and I hit four balls with each, and I would four say, balls with each. It was club? in a practice. I, bro, I'm telling okay, you, I'm so, playing everybody else's. Okay, uh, yeah, got it. And so this, um, my and and uh, Irish John was firing balls back. I didn't have eighteen did balls. Did he have so summer teeth? Summer teeth. Yeah, he okay. still did. Yeah, okay, some good. of some of his teeth were left. Anyway, Pearl, I'd say of those eighteen or uh, sixteen balls, uh, I would say twelve or thirteen of them all went in the same area. They just they kind of funnel yeah, in. Yeah, they just funnel in. So I lob, I lob the sixty up. It lands a little softer, but it still rolls to where the water collects. Okay, you know, and the way that I, the way that I, you know, very simplified version of everything in life for the most part that I do. But it's like where the water collects is where the ball's going to go. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so you look at all these humps. Now, um, uh, I got out uh, playing on the seventeenth, the road hole at St Andrews, trying to figure out how to hell to play that hole. They never move the flagstick, you guys, in the tournament more than a foot each day. They stick it right behind the sands of Nakajima, the big, Every time. huge pothole bunker, all four days. Wow. They move it one foot. And when I played, that's what they did. And and the wind is howling left to right, and, oh. the, and I'm like, oh. impossible. The worst I, one. I need a drone right. to drop the ball from above the green. I've got, and I've got about 200 yards. I was in the fairway somehow, which was shocking. But I hit a shot, so I took a five iron, and I'm like, I'm going to hit this thing at the right edge of the green. I'm going to just little bitty draw on it, and I'm going to hope like hell I get a good left hand bounce. And I hit it just the way I wanted to, and I see my ball going. Bing, it looks like a rabbit. It's like hop over here, hop over there, and I hear people. So Pearl, the cool ooh, thing. Ah, ooh, ah, ooh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all these people up there, they're like, ooh, ah, and then all of a sudden you hear this wall, and I'm like. I can't be good. <laughs> Where the hell? What happened to this ball, right? So I get up there, and this ball just jackrabbits across the thing. And then the front of the green is raised about four feet. 
So once it gets over the front of the green, you can't see anything. You see the flag stick way over to the left, and then you see all the people up there. I get up there, and it's gone over the back of the green through this high rough. So that's a five iron from, you know, 200 yards with heavy wind blowing. That's just how hard the ball would bounce. I'm landing it 30 yards short of the green, and it goes on, and it lands, finishes up on the cobblestone road. The road home. Yeah. Road home. What happened from there? I putted it. I, I called my marker and I said, Sir, he's this old curmudgeon y guy. He 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 was about five foot six with a size fifty long jacket on. Okay? And, and he had his little bucket hat pulled over his head and royal and ancient, you know, he's uh-huh. one of the and I said, Sir, uh, can you can I need to ask you a question about this condition I'm in? I said, I'm on this road, I think I get a drop. And he doesn't say a word, doesn't acknowledge me, walks over, has his hands behind his back. You know, he's 5'6". He's already really close to the ball anyway. Leans <laughs> way over, straightens up, and walks away. That meant you didn't get a drive. I said to John, Mike Kenny, I'm thinking no. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't tell you yeah. that. Yeah, so I putted it and made my bogey. Well, you, you know, I remember you talking about you, you played well over there. You had a really good time I over did. there. It was a great experience. Yeah, making both cuts. It was fun. Cool. Oh, Pearl, that's going to wrap up another show. This was fun. We had a little bit of hodgepodge. We mixed a little bit of things up. Thanks for being with me. Uh, me, thanks for for spinning these dials and taking good care of us. And we will see you next week at Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit them straight, St. Louis. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.